I want to welcome everyone to the second episode of the Old Grey Mayors. Um, my first guest was elected to uh, council in 1973. The year regional government was formed. It was a time when a term in office lasted two years. In 2003, he was elected mayor and remained mayor in the township until his retirement in 2014. 31 years in public municipal office. That's a lot of elections. He's won elections, he's been defeated, he's been acclaimed, and he left public office on his own terms. I'm pleased to say he's my friend, Ross Kelterborn, and he's an old gray mayor. Ross, uh, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you. Very well. I'm uh, glad to have you here. And Do I have it correct, Ross? You were born and raised in Wellesley? That's correct. And, uh, how, and what year were you born in Wellesley? 1939. And uh, just a uh, little background. It's kind of interesting because I had Doug Craig here uh, for the first show, and this is our, our second show, and I'm glad to have you here. Doug Craig was a teacher, and you were a teacher. Yes. When, when were you a teacher? Well, I started my career in a little a hamlet of Kingwood uh, in a one-room school, all eight grades, and uh, that's where my wife came from, and uh, in Wellesley Township, by the way. Okay. So, uh, in that time, Wellesley, the village of Wellesley, was part of the township, but it had uh, separated from the township and became an incorporated village. Uh, right. right. But you were a teacher for how long? 34 and a half years. Now, were you done teaching when you first started in politics, or were you doing the two at the same time? Yes, okay. I was, yes. And I was going to ask you if it was a one-room schoolhouse, but you already answered that. It right. was. Right. <laughs> and the interesting thing, just uh, a week ago Saturday, we had a school reunion okay. for that particular group. Kingwood. Kingwood. Nice, right. nice. So, Russ, uh, when you and I first met, we were both elected in, in 2010. Um, and I remember our first meeting very well. Um, at the time, uh, Regional Chair Ken Sealing got us all together, brought together the four township mayors for a, a breakfast. And from that, it led us to create uh, what we called uh, amongst ourselves the Rural Caucus. Right. You remember that time? I certainly do. And for me, it was a, a great opportunity to uh, see what's happening in other townships, being a new mayor, and learning from people like yourself. So I want to thank you for uh, all that you taught me during that time uh, about some of the good practices that were happening in other places that I could, we could bring back. But it was interesting because Ken was always concerned about the regional, uh, the township caucus. Yes, he was, and uh, if you'll allow me, I'll just uh, add a little bit here. Uh, Ken came to me in regards to that particular point, and I told him immediately, I said, Mr. Sealing, I said, you must know me better than that. Yeah. And I said, I will report to you immediately if I feel that this is a sort of an underground type of thing. Yeah. They work against council, and I never heard from them again. Because we never did anything that That's way. That's right, and uh, I want to thank <laughs> you for doing that, because that was one of the things. And, 
And as I understand, the existing council today uh, in 2019 is still using that process. Yeah, in fact, uh, they've expanded on that now and they include the uh, CAOs uh, yes. in their yeah. meetings. So yeah. it's it's a good way to, to reach out and connect and, and, and deal with common sorts of issues. That's I know right. for me, for example, in North Dumfries Township, we had a part-time fire chief. He was a, a, a truck mechanic by day and a fire chief at night. And when I learned that Wellesley and other places had full-time fire chiefs, we immediately moved to get a full-time fire chief right. uh, installed. Right. Um, the one time I can never recall there was a bit of an uprising amongst the group of us uh, was over the waste transfer stations. Oh, yes. If you remember that, uh, we yeah. always had those battles about keeping the rural waste yes. transfer stations yes. open. Yeah. And there was that one time during the budget process where they were all supposed to be cut. And then lo and behold, some money became available to keep the one in uh, Elmira yes. open. Strange. <laughs> Strange, <laughs> with your eyebrows raised. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I don't know if you remember, but at that time, um, you raised a question of fairness. And you basically led the charge through that concept of fairness. And what, what, what was the outcome of that? Well, the outcome was that uh, we wound up uh, uh, having a regional garbage collection in Wellesley Township, and uh, that, that's the way it was. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, the, the reason, uh, the fairness that I was concerned about, I wasn't aware at the time that... Uh, uh, you, as, as you recall, uh, Jack Young, you know, that's what regional government was all about, was to be, everybody was to be the same. Right. However, we did have the choice of choosing how many bags per pickup we were allowed to have. And we chose three to keep the cost to the taxpayers uh at a, right. At a good cost. Because each of the townships is responsible for their, their waste uh, collection. But the other thing I wanted to point out was while Elmira was going to get back their transfer station through your arguments about fairness, yep. we got that money yep. spread amongst yep. all four townships. That's right. So that we were able to keep those waste transfer stations open That's a little right. while longer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, Ross, I just want to ask you. Uh, back to 73, what, what motivated you to run for public office? Well, at that particular time, the incorporated village had decided to uh, introduce uh, sanitary sewers to our village. And, of course, that was a very controversial uh, thing at that particular time. And that was one of the things that taught me that, uh, you know, when you get to a certain age in life and your income is fixed, and all of a sudden somebody decides that they're going to make a change in your community uh, that's going to cost you more money. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, that was the first time I sort of looked at things that way. And right. uh, it sort of put out a path for me. And uh, I actually objected to the sanitary sewers in the village of Wellesley because I was satisfied with the way things were. Right. And... Uh, Anyway, we didn't win, and uh... so Russ, you're 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 talking about the uh, the sanitation sewer issue, and when you got elected, was that still a live issue in '73? Uh, 
No, I think that had uh, there was an OMB hearing, by the way, about that. Yeah, and uh, of course it it went it passed. It passed. And so yeah, by the time it, you got elected, it, it, it was already it was a done deal. Done deal. Okay. That's right. And but you know, development has to happen, I guess, in a township to grow. Is that your that, your experience? That, that's correct. And when you, I mean, we have a perfect example of it right now with LRT. That those are things. Yeah. But. The way the region was set up, and that's the way LRT was, if you didn't want to, if you weren't part of it, you didn't have to pay toward it. Right. And that's the way it went for North Dumfries, for Wellesley, Wilmot, and Village. Yeah. And uh, that was the important thing as far as I was concerned about being in regional government. Right. Anyway. So, I, and, and in the township, and we're going to talk about LRT, but I just want to go back when the sewer systems were installed then that led to development and would you consider that a positive or a negative overall well it, it uh, <clears throat> sort of depends which side of the coin you sit on uh, age-wise right right <laughs> i was quite satisfied with wellesley village as it was seven or eight hundred people and uh, you know we have neighboring villages right around us in perth county that uh, still are like that and right. get along fine but uh, you have to get on the wagon sometimes uh, when things move along yeah and that was the choice that i made after the omb we yep. we had a chance to say what we wanted to say it didn't pass and uh, so you you support things like that then. and when you were a citizen before you got elected were you involved in that OMB hearing? Did you make a representation? I, I made a presentation. I was on the list of uh, yeah. speaking, yes. Okay, so that activity spurred you on then? Well, that was just one of the things. There, yeah. there was another gentleman uh, by the name of Bob Gramlow who was uh, a friend of our family, and uh, he had sort of uh, uh, suggested that I might try uh, yeah. running for for uh, council at that time. Had you ever run for anything before? No, no. And, uh, you know, the reason the reason that I really got involved in that, I didn't take part. I belonged to the Wellesley Board of Trade at one time for a short period of time, <clears throat> but uh, I never was involved with the Lions Club or any of those committees. So I felt that this was my way of giving back to the community. Right. And uh, my aspirations were right at Wellesley Township, nowhere else. I had yeah. no intention of beginning running for mayor or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, and eventually that changed, but I just want to talk to you about development. And one of the things when I was reading some of the newspaper articles uh, about when you retired, and they, they talked about, they looked back on your years. Uh, in municipal politics and one of the things that you commented about was arenas and community centers and how you were proud of what you're able to build there can you just talk about that for for a moment well the first thing you have to understand about small townships and i'm sure you're aware being in north dumfries without volunteerism you are pretty well behind the eight ball tax wise yeah. yeah you need the community base for sure to help you that out. that's yeah. correct and uh, when you get involved in municipal politics at the level that you and I were involved in you soon find out <coughs> how important those volunteers are and not only in 
in the village of Wellesley, which had been an incorporated village, but in the other parts of the townships, like St. Clements and Linwood, uh, they built their own community centers on volunteerism. Right. Wellesley was lucky enough at the time when we built our arena that uh, Winterio was just in the works and we were able to take part of that Winterio grant. Right. However, the people in Wellesley set up a committee. There was a committee that was uh, uh, formed and we went around and knocked on doors and got the money required to for the township to yep. take part in that. So you're doing grassroots fundraising. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, and that was a big thing for us in North yeah. Dumfries yes. as well. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, when we were building our community center, we raised uh, $2.15 million out of the community. Now, this is in... 2009 or what have you right, so right, it's uh, right. some years about 40 years or 30 yeah. years after 35 years after you're right. doing your your thing but it was an important part of getting the community moving because without the grassroots movement I'm not sure council would have took the initiative on their own well there's no doubt about it the, the, in, in Wellesley Township at least if they had not uh, raised that money and had to put that on the tax tab, uh, I would not have been in favor of it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the way it worked. But I, I, I just want to say that Linwood and St. Clements, they did it on their own. They, the the people that were bricklayers and right. framers and those yep. things all donated their services to to those projects. Yeah, and those that's the type of uh, community involvement you love to see. But what I want to talk about, though, is uh, about the arenas and that sort of thing. We're actually going through some questions uh, today. Uh, in Kitchener, for example, uh, you may have seen the news where they're talking about a capital levy to yes. try and build new arenas or replace, not build new, but replace the existing facilities right. because they don't have, as we all know, the, the capital infrastructure mm -hmm. deficit mm -hmm. uh, faced by all municipalities. So they're going through this question about whether to raise additional funds to replace what they had. Yes. And I know in Wellesley, just to take a look at it, it was only like a microcosm of the issue, the Wellesley Arena yes. has just gone through a situation where uh, it was recently determined that the roof was leaking, yes. the uh, insulation was getting wet and heavy, uh, which caused a risk for a snow load, which could cause the roof to collapse. So then the council said, we're shutting it down for the season, mm -hmm. which then forced now, as a result of that, with no facility, community groups like Ringette or girls hockey, boys hockey, adult leagues all had to find another place to go. So they were thinking about St. Clements. And then St. Clements said, well, we can't take on everything. And some of the adult leagues were possibly not going to happen. This is the sort of disruption that happens when you, when you, you, you can't take care of the infrastructure. So then the township, uh, working quickly, decided, well, we're going to spend money to get architectural drawings to make an application for a grant coming up. And then they said, okay, then another option came up to replace the roof membrane to give them another 10 years or so. Yeah. So this is the sort of angst. And I know Mayor Nowak uh, was a rough time for him because he kind of commented on that in some of the news stories about how difficult it was because it's a lot of stress. Yeah. A lot of these small towns, as you know, tell us about what does an arena mean to a small community? Well, it's a sort of a central meeting place for young people. And in Wellesley, of course, all of the different things that have transpired from there that were not in the other arena that we had, the old arena, 
like roller skating and so on. Uh, it, it's a thing in which uh, the whole community gets behind, in, in the build, even in the building of it, and more so in St. Clements and Linwood, where they actually physically went out and did those kinds of things, where we went around and collected the money. But for the people in Wellesley, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a meeting place. That's about the best I could say yeah. for. And, uh, and it's important for the community. Yeah. 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 When you take that away, it, it leaves a big hole in the community. But here's the thing that I think is interesting about all of this. You, you talk about how you raise the money to build the facility. Mm-hmm. And it required people going around, collecting the money, I'm sure the township contributed something to uh, as, as in the partnership, and then you also got the Ontario grant money as yeah. well. And you build it, and you start to operate it, and you repair it, but we never think about putting money aside to replace it, yes. right? Tell, tell me your thoughts on that. Well, you know, that uh, I, I have to be a little careful here because that goes back quite a ways, but as I remember when we built the sewers in Wellesley. The rates that were set for that sewer situation, what the people were going to pay at that time, was built into that rate a replacement cost within X number of years. Right. And uh, I don't recall that happening at the arena. And uh, I guess you would say that that would be the responsibility of the council of the day. Yeah, we're not looking to blame anyone. It was just a general thought that... You know, we don't think about those things that's, that's sometimes. Correct. We don't put, we don't start putting money aside. That's right. And I think that that's something that you know, it's rather difficult to do that because of the way inflation works with money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that would be a good idea for the existing councils to to uh, set something like that up when they yeah. build a new project. Or, yeah. Whatever. So back in 75, was it 75 when you built the arena? Approximately. Yeah. yeah. And so you're on council then. Yes. And had that issue ever been discussed? Or if you had thought about that, would no. things have been different it at all? never come up in any meetings that I recall. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's certainly a good idea. Yeah. And that's, that's where you get into the dilemmas today. That's right. That we don't put money aside to take care of those issues going into the future. Yeah. yeah. So um, some of the other things that uh, you had built, uh, you talked about uh, community centers, skateboard parks. Can you talk about some of that stuff that you were involved with? Well, uh, the community centers, like I mentioned in St. Clements and Linwood, uh, that was done by the volunteers mainly. They, they got grants, but not to the extent that Wellesley Town Wellesley Village did because it just happened that Winteria was available at that particular time. And uh, the funny thing of it is uh, their arenas and community centers are still standing and ours uh, ran into this problem. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of that happened during the time when I was mayor and I feel very guilty about that situation. However, it's a staff like it's for the council for myself but when you're the head of the municipality you're supposed to be looking after those those yes and i I totally understand what you're saying because i mean i ran into the same situation when you have uh when you have a a year-end deficit for example i mean when you're the mayor you're the, the you're the fall person that's right right you you take the successes and but you also take responsibilities for the failures but 
as you've said, you talked about this concept of the horses pulling the wagon. Yep. All right. And what, what does that mean to you, the horses pulling the wagon? Well, that everybody takes part. And uh, that's what I tried to do in the township when I became mayor. And uh, that uh, I spread the, the workload around amongst the councillors. Like in our committees, each, each committee had a chairman. And that chairman, when we would get into personnel, for an example, that was his responsibility to deal with those particular problems. Right. And it, it, uh, it worked very well. And because it gave the, at least I felt it gave the counselors a more of a feeling of being really involved in the operation of the corporation. Yeah. And so uh, even though when, when bad things happen, you know, we as the mayor take responsibility for that, but we like to adopt the team approach, which is council and staff working together. Right. Was that right. the approach you were taking? Oh, definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, when you have good people around you, both council-wise and staff-wise, uh, that's, that's a whole secret to the, to the game. Yeah, and you had some really good people. I had the best. Yeah, Susan Duke. You got it. Right. Will McLaughlin. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Beggs and all of them. All of them were, were very, very capable people. Okay, so I just want to touch on two things quick. All right. So I mentioned at the start of the show that you had a, an election loss. Yes. All right. Tell us what that, what was the issue? Well, you know, it's a funny thing. It didn't bother me that much. I think I was time for a rest. Yeah. <laughs> what was it that caused the, was there a particular issue at the time? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, it was just a general people, just, people just, felt. Just, uh, you know, that's going back for a bit, uh, Rob. Yeah. I, I uh, it didn't bother me. That's the thing that. It puzzled me. I thought I'd be very upset about that. Right. But I wasn't. Oh, good. And uh, I, I remember when I ran for the position of mayor, uh, my wife said to me, she says, what do you want to be involved with all that problems and so on? And I said, well, it's a challenge. And yeah. that's what it was. And, uh, and for all the campaigning you did and all the times that you did win, what was the secret to your success in those campaigns? Well, the key to success is uh, going around, knocking on the door, talking to people. And uh, that's the success, in my opinion, as to winning elections. People, even though there have been, I've been told by other people that, uh, you know, uh, sometimes people don't want to talk to you. Well, they always answer the door. Yeah. And uh, I never, ever had anybody told me to uh, go on home. <laughs> yeah, I think for all the technology that's out there, people still appreciate that face-to-face. -face. That's correct. And when they have a problem, they can deal with you specifically, and you've got to have answers. If you don't have the answers, I'll get back to you. Yeah. And you get back. And do that in a prompt manner. That's exactly right. Well, uh, and Ross, I just uh, just I wanted to thank you for uh, coming in today, and I just want to say again that um, my four years on regional council uh, we're, actually, I forgot to mention, we shared an office together That's uh, for those four years. Uh, but my four years on uh, regional council were made a lot easier and a lot smoother by the fact that I had someone like you to turn to for questions from time to time. And also my time as uh, mayor in North Dumfries was also uh, made more uh, effective by the things that I was able to learn from your experience as well. So listen, thanks again for coming out to, to be on the show. 
and uh, all the best. Thank you very much, Bob, and thanks for the opportunity to have this little chat together. My pleasure. Mm-hmm.